What's up? This is Johnny Tacos. You're here for another exciting adventures of origin stories. Today, I have Filthy Rich from Praise filthy Against rich. the Machine. Extra Filthy Rich. He wants to be called his filthiness. The royal filthiness. His royal filth. His royal he filth. Sa- he so. saved a filthy rich like me. <laughs> so, what? Uh, before we get to it, I uh, just came back from vacation, had a great vacation. Fort Walton Beach, um, if you want to be secluded away from all the other touristy areas like Destin or Pensacola, uh, Fort Walton Beach is pretty much on the um, uh, pretty secluded. Like all the beaches are pretty pretty much run by the hotel. So only hotel um, residents can go to their beaches so it's pretty quiet it was awesome seeing the waves but uh speaking of uh florida i wanted to give a shout out to a good friend logan and his co-worker brandon at sea blaster sea blaster does boat tours all through the through the gulf uh you get to see a bunch of dolphins so majestic uh tails flapping around if you are on my facebook you'll see the majestic things just flapping around my wife and her ability to capture the essence of nature and itself uh, get to go out so if you want to uh, call up uh, sea blasters for a tour they're over there by margaritaville and destin and they do uh i believe two tours but they also do snorkeling so uh, ask for the one that has logan and brandon in it they were they were very awesome they there was free drinks you know, they're adult beverages and Cokes and waters. And it, uh, they even let the kids ride uh, steer while we were in the middle of the uh, ocean. So I, I was praying to God that they didn't steer off, off too much off course. But I just wanted to give a shout out to them. Uh, thanks, guys. <laughs> um, so without any other hesitation, let's get on with this show, shall we? Do it. Origin. Origin. And and that was the remix. <laughs> That's a filthy remix. Well, filthy a rich, filthy remix. extra crispy remix. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I haven't always, I haven't always been filthy, <laughs> <laughs> but I've always been rich. <laughs> so man, it, you know, a lot of people when I I have to be careful how I say hi, I'm rich, because it comes across as very uh, like ooh, I have I have lots of dough, and it doesn't work out that way for most people named Rich. In fact, I can't think of a single rich guy who's actually called rich. You know, that, that's sort of like when a when a person's called Slim, and he's about five hundred <laughs> pounds. So you know, I, maybe I should. The wife says I should go with healthy rich instead of filthy rich, and that's exciting for me. So maybe this is the year that filthy rich becomes healthy rich, and it's a whole thing after that. Well, you know, if you become healthy rich, I guess I'll become taco light <laughs> taco johnny grilled chicken tacos i did uh i was leaving a uh 
the I went to a Weight Watchers and I was on my way home. I decided I could use all my Weight Watchers points for the day because I went to Weight Watchers at night. So I had a whole day to spend just on dinner, which I don't think it works that way. But I ended up with the chicken, grilled chicken tacos at Bueno and they're killer. And I was, they were like filthy tacos, skinny tacos. I don't know. Johnny Taco. Skinny taco, question mark? I, I don't know. Never know. 2022 could be, but we'll probably shoot out for 2023. So, but yeah, <laughs> it's you a know, good feeling. You know, uh, walking down the beach, you get your steps in pretty quick. You know, it makes your steps go even further. I'm curious. When you have a dog, you can strap it to the to their collar. One time, <laughs> I made... Uh, I made a close to 2,000 steps, man. I was booking it. And I was like, how could I make that many steps inside the house? And then um, that- then the dogs were just like, they're running around like crazy. I was like, you know what? I, I see something on there. I'm using the the suggestion of losing weight by looking at the watch and feeling great for myself. That would That would not work for me. My watch tells my pulse. So if I connected it to my dog, I don't think it would correctly read the pulse. It would know I was moving at a quick rate of speed, but it would also sense that I had no heart activity at all. And so it would be pretty sure I was on my way to the morgue about to have my, <laughs> about to have my Apple watch taken away by someone who's probably not going to give it back. So. You know, um, or you could have it actually to the heart. And then the Apple Watch calls the uh, police department because you're about to have a heart attack because you're, you're you're going about 800 beats per second. <laughs> so no, no on the dog. And yeah, my dog dreams. He barks when he dreams. So I don't know. It's no good with the watch. <laughs> so what is up? What is up with the uh, uh, with Dallas and being in? The beautiful Lone Star, Texas, which I am from, but the listeners are from everywhere. Everywhere. Well, Praise Against the Machine is what's happening. And it's exciting because it's a, it's like a neighborhood thing. And I have spent the last, you know, several years playing all over this city. Uh, and they call it the Metroplex, Dallas, Fort Worth. And there's a lot of places to play. You can fill your time up that way. But what I wanted to do was focus on my community and put something together uh, that was a little outside of what folks are used to as far as uh, praise and worship and, uh, and and that style of music, the, the performance aspects and the heavier aspects go. So there's also a lot of Dallas Stars happening, a lot of Texas Rangers. It's, it's a good place to be sports-wise. And it's a good place to be uh, from a technology perspective. And I am enjoying uh, a a good time at UT Dallas, where I graduated, which is also part of the the Metroplex, and enjoying raising a family here in the suburbs of Dallas, Texas. So uh, with with the option to head down and catch... uh, you know john mayer last sunday night the texas rangers last night it's just uh it's kind of a dream come true for a city kid or or for a a kid from lubbock texas to come to the city and and get to see all these rock stars and 
athletes. It's it's a good time. And you you can't forget Top Golf. Cannot forget Top Golf. I. I, I <laughs> that's a whole. I spent a whole uh, men's. Uh, we have men's gatherings at our church, and uh, everybody's Top Golf. Top Golf. It's it, golf is not the same if there's not a giant electronic target that also brings you drinks and yeah. chicken wings. So yes, uh, <laughs> to to enjoy life, you must have chicken wings. <laughs> and something that that uh, when you hit it, you don't have to go back and pick it up. That is true <laughs> athleticism. There, I'm still trying to figure out: is there a way to top golf where you don't have to actually put the ball on the tee? Can you just do you just hit it off the off the astroturf, or do you have to put it on the little PVC? You can do it off there. You know, you can even do it while sitting down in a chair if you feel like it. I think I'm going to bring the chair next time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know, as you can tell that me and Rich, we are very athletic kind of guys here. So <laughs> the top golf is where it's at. Athletic yeah. athleticism wise. I see so many great athletes in there and bowling. Don't forget bowling too. So great hair in bowling. Yes. That great Athlete. mullet flying in the air. It's a that's a good time speaking of athletics to throw out a, a, a appreciation to one of our sp not sponsors, which is Athletic Brewing, which makes non-alcoholic beer, which is what we drank at Guitars and Growlers the first time, praise against the machine met. But uh there's nothing athletic about the beer, but it's athletic brewing and it it's beer that doesn't have alcohol that tastes like okay beer so it's like a duels <laughs> it's like craft like o'duels if that if that's it's, it's, it's handmade o'duels from a uh, microbrewery <laughs> from a microbrewery it's they just write on it at a sharpie zero percent and hope for the best <laughs> so uh how did you uh grow up um were you always in um, like this festive kind of exciting, fun loving kind of guy? Thank you. I moved around a lot. So I was born in far West Texas in Odessa Midland moved to Dallas to pursue my fortune as a second, third grader, and then ended up in a town that really changed the course of, of my youth, Lubbock, Texas. And Lubbock is famous for a university there where the students have the ability to go to a different worship environment every night of the week. And the churches in Lubbock compete for uh, the uh, these students from Texas Tech to come to Monday night, go here, Tuesday night, go here. And they bring in folks like, uh, you know, at the time, like Shane Bernard and Cademan's Call. And uh, there was this huge folk scene, huge worship scene. And as a child, I got to be part of that, starting a church in Lubbock called Live Oak Community Church, where I started playing bass guitar in a uh, in a worship band and which has led to my career thus far as a bass player with a dream of one day fronting a worship band you know when i was uh half asleep i looked at your church affiliation and i thought it said bass 
I thought it was bass. I'm like, oh, he likes to fish for church. And I says, oh, it's bass. We're talking about music. We're bass because I saw worship leader. I'm like, how can you worship a, ba- a bass? I'm like. Um, it can't be done. It can't be done. <laughs> I grew up with a bass fishing family, actually. And I have a bass belt buckle that I call my bass belt buckle. And I, when I buy new gear, I like to go to the bass pro shop. But uh, I'm told that they don't appreciate me calling it that. <laughs> They're like, uh, excuse me, uh, filthy rich. Uh, we, we can't have you over here calling us base here <laughs> because we give the people the wrong. We, we, we attract the wrong people. See, as the, the person crowd. I'm talking to right now. They want these subwoofers. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, so I'm here for this. Uh, this is bass world. This is bass world, right? Uh, I, I need I need a couple of twenties. Um, I need a fifty inch. I need to blow out my speak, blow out my window and my my Prius and my Prius. <laughs> it can fit in the back seat, right? You've got to wonder. So uh, I, <laughs> so I'm playing. I'm playing folk rock. I'm playing acoustic guitar. I am getting to know myself as a songwriter, as a worship leader in Lubbock. And I, in, in, uh, at some point I decided to make the move to come to Dallas and play bass guitar full time while I'm in, while I'm attending college at UT Arlington and UT Dallas to play bass guitar and make that my, uh, kind of live out my dream. So a lot of, a lot of, uh, dancers and actors dream about going to Los Angeles or New York. My goal was to take my bar stool to Dallas and become a folk rock superhero, uh, like Polyphonic Spree and Citromatic. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you, uh, you want you had this dream of being a folk star. Like you had this. Uh, what was that? What was that movie with uh, uh, Lady Gaga? Uh, her, 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 the, what was that? Stars born. Did, the one that did not end well. Yeah. Yeah. That we, we will forget about that part, but he Spoiler was kind of, he like, I wanted to be a big folk star like him and folk. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he watched it. And I was like, maybe I don't want to be a folk star, singer. So, so you, uh, you moved to, to Dallas to pursue this, this stardom that you, you had in, in your mind. Um, and you went to, because you went to college here, you got sent here for college. So was it a big trans, um, transfer from living that, uh, small city kind of life, that small town kind of life to moving up to the big, to the big, uh, the big leagues? Well, culturally it's interesting because I learned that given the opportunity, folks will typically stay a few miles away from their, their house. So when you move to a city the size of Dallas, or a, city, a metroplex the size of Dallas-Fort Worth, you you still you you, you maintain a particular area and kind of like the boroughs in New York City. You know you you know your Plano's and your Richardsons and your South Dallas and your Oak Cliff and your Dallas proper, your far North Dallas, Fort Worth, so on and. I ended up staying, spending a lot of time in Arlington when I first got here, uh, spent some time playing at a church there. So that's when I began uh, what I was 
primarily doing, which was playing bass on Sunday nights and Wednesday nights and Sunday mornings, and then finding original bands that were typically not playing Christian music, just just typically uh, secular bands that bands that were playing in Deep Ellum and parts of Fort Worth that were uh, heavier, louder, um, and then playing at churches on Sundays. And so sometimes playing, you know, being up till three or four in the morning on Saturday, and then you just, you, you carry on into Sunday morning, you play, uh, play a, a church gig. And that's where I, I kind of found my place as a, as a bass player who loved to play worship music uh, just as much as I liked playing a a big show in deep element trees or galaxy club yeah and for people that don't know that um what those are those are uh like the rock scene kind of uh uh, and deep element is like a community inside downtown dallas it's uh musicians uh artists um you know actual uh art art kind of projects tattoo places it's a it's a um a scene um it's like a music scene it's like a club scene it's 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 pretty huge. It's a couple blocks uh, around. It was one of the first places my my hip hop band Gallery Cat played some shows, some Christian shows that were more uh, worship oriented with with uh, guys that were doing Christian hip hop, Christian rap, and I started to realize that there was a possibility of having. A, a scene, an independent Christian scene outside of the church involvement, outside of church sponsorship, religious affiliation, affiliation with a particular denomination, we we could literally you rent out a, a coffee shop or you guarantee them some some part of the door or some part of the bar, and then you are basically hosting an event with spiritual significance independent of church support yeah and and it's it's also you know you don't want to just praise god in the church you want to praise god outside of the church you want to come together with more people that may not go to your church and you know just somebody that walks by and say hey you you love jesus i love jesus hey let's go rock at this uh cafe over here you know it's just a good good way for fellowship yeah, it's an excellent opportunity to be what, you know, something I learned early, early was cultural relevance, cult, be culturally relevant. And I, you know, early on, I wanted to praise against the machine. I wanted to figure out why I could only have an organ music, have an organ playing music in my Southern Baptist church that I grew up in. I wondered why, uh, the when they saw a drum set at the at the church that my family founded in Lubbock, what why they would say, Oh, this is this must be one of those jazz churches or one of those gospel churches. And I'd say, No, this is just straightforward. This is uh uh, p- uh pure evangelism and um and there's there's nothing uh nothing too wild or crazy happening other than rock and roll. And so I was super blessed uh, there and here to to get to participate with folks that were just rocking and rolling and uh, having community and participating with each other and, and depending on each other for 
uh, at, like artists do in artist communities, but this artist community had a particular spiritual significance. Yeah. So pra- uh, Praise Against the Machine wasn't always called Praise Against the Machine, right? So I founded it. <clears throat> I wanted to call it Metal Mass. And uh, I learned <laughs> very quickly, modern metal uh, and I, I don't even want to mess up the names of some of the bands, but I'll say uh, the gamut runs from like, for me, from like Breaking Benjamin to Lamb of God, those bands and Star Set, love them. Those bands, that is, that's complicated music. And what I, my, my desire with Metal Mass was to take the worship songs that a lot of these musicians that play worship either semi-professionally, professionally, or they volunteer their time at a church. They know these songs and they love these songs, but they don't have the opportunity to play them loud. And loud is not always good in a church environment where you have multi-generational setting, you have uh, you know, a smaller public address system, you have uh, you know, some folks that, that may not want to hear you know, ultra loud, music and i wanted to praise against the machine so i uh decided that that was the direction i was going to take with this project so um when you when you decided to take this project on uh, was it kind of a rocky start did you have a rocky start doing it i was so afraid that i would not be able to find somebody and i started off with a, a very basic idea, and I recorded a, uh, a a version of Jesus Freak playing just my bass guitar. I had a drum track, just my bass guitar, ran it through some processing to actually get some guitar sounds out of it, and made uh, a, a demo of DC Talk's Jesus Freak. And once I had that sound in mind, I said, okay, I've, I am a bass player. I'm good. I'm, I've got to find a drummer. And I have this vision where I can play shows with me as a worship leader slash bass player playing through this complicated series of effects, find a, a great drummer and, and then, and play these shows as praise against the machine or at the time metal mass. And the first volunteer that i had when i started sharing my vision was an incredible bass player and so imagine my surprise when i'm thinking okay the one thing i've already got is is an incredible not (laughs) (laughs) one thing i've already got is a bass player so i i met frank at guitars and growlers in richardson where we had the athletic brewing uh non-alcoholic brew that they had there and um i started sharing with him my vision for this bass sound that includes all this processing and comes out sounding like a big full band. Royal Blood created this style. And Frank and I bonded over a charcuterie board and non-alcoholic athletic brewing beer. And uh, in fact, <laughs> I, I got to say, you asked about the hardship of starting the band. When Frank showed up for me to meet him uh, for the very first time, I had bought a charcuterie board for four people, the the charcuterie board for a large group. And so when he arrived, he was he 
immediately visually had the impression that I was there to provide him with some deli slices and some cheese mm -hmm. and some bread. And uh, unfortunately, I realized after he had, you know, after we parted ways that night that I ate the whole charcuterie board and he ended up having to order his own sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'll tell you one thing, you know, that board, it's, 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 uh, addictive. Uh, I cannot, I can never say it right. So I, I just call it shiitake. I know it's a mushroom. I just call it shiitake board. And, uh, the lady, my dealer, the lady, she, she knows what I mean. And, uh, yeah, you know that Miss Wallace, you know that, uh, you listen. That's the only thing with pickles and peanuts and jam and uh deli meat and cheese it's so fantastic and i did that night i was so nervous to talk to frank about base you know and this is post-covid this is not having a lot of human interaction outside of the office and wanting so badly to talk to another bass player and get excited and then share my vision for metal mass and we're we're eating dinner and drinking the athletic brewing and i i realized that he was the bass player for praising against the machine and that i suddenly had this all these options where i could play guitar play samples do vocal effects and vocal processing and uh that's when the vision started to really take place and i got excited and came back and that night uh, a drummer brian had uh responded to another message i'd put in a facebook group for worship musicians saying this is a cool idea and brian's on board he's he's killer uh and and positive and fun and then I called up a buddy from a band called Hope Radio in Lubbock that I had played percussion with when I was in high school. His name is Chris Ray. He's a phenomenal keyboard player. And when I was in high school, I would build these cajones or, or box drums out of plywood and I would sit on them and I'd spread them out around me and I would play uh, conga sounds on these boxes with microphones uh along with his band hope radio and he remembered me from that time i had growing up and we connected as a band for the first time and it just felt right and the songs were loud and fun and free and i realized that i had a lot of work ahead of me and uh to put all that together you had uh, Hans uh, as your producer and engineer, right? And I was thinking the first thing I thought about was Hans Gruber and that from uh, Die Hard. And I was like, because I have to associate stuff with uh, movies <laughs> and all that. And I'm like, or could he be Hans and Franz from uh, Saturday Night Live? But um, so <laughs> Hans is more like Bruce Willis in Die Hard. He's our hero. He's the and hero. He's a shoeless uh, I, hero. <laughs> I think so. he may be shoeless. That that might be an issue. <laughs> but I I had asked him about a, a particular vocal processor that I knew he had some expertise on, and he wanted to know what are you wanting to do with this vocal processor, and I sh I shared my vision with him, and just like just like Frank, just like Brian, just like Chris, 
Hans hopped in and said, I, how, how can I help? What, what night is this event? When, uh, what, what can I do? And he was at that first practice with us too. And is a part of praise against the machine. I, I always think of producers and uh, sound engineers as definitely a part of the band. And when you're using vocal effects and, uh, and samplers, it becomes even a bigger part because they're such a huge part of the production. Yeah, they're like a like an icing on an <laughs> awesome uh, on an awesome fruit cake. They're that they're that icing right there. Wait, awesome fruit, do fruit cakes have icing? I was <laughs> I was thinking of something. I was thinking of something that was uh, Thrust Leches. There, Thrust Leches has some icing on it. There you go. Uh, for anybody that's not Spanish, it's three milks. Uh, three milks <laughs> cake. It's soggy cake. If you like your cake soggy, you know that's that's what you need to get. You need to get eat it. There's a you know you want there, it. There's a fruit cake factory that I made my way to a, a few months ago. Uh, it's it's on four. It's uh, on the drive between Dallas and Waco. You stop. They, they say we're famous because we make fruit cake here. We're the world famous fruit cake factory. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to go get a sample of free fruitcake. And at this bakery, their sample of free fruitcake costs $4. Yeah. Super disappointing. (laughs) That was a convenience fee. Uh, This is a convenience. It's a free sample, but you have a $4 (laughs) convenience free plus a $3.99 state tax incentive. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's so true it was over there at west right west texas not west oh no texas. west west is another story that's that place is phenomenal phenomenal the, place to stop at the uh, kalachi stop yeah or go right, across the check street. stop yeah at the check stop and then you can go across the street to the other check stop there's a bunch of check stops it's like a checks mix <laughs> checks checks <laughs> do we just coin a new term i don't know i i think we we kind of veered off of the uh the initial thing um breaker breaker we need to go left we need to go left all right so you you found this remarkable uh amount of talent and y'all started forming this uh praise against the machine well metal mass uh what what uh transformed metal mass into who we have now, Praise Against the Machine. What what, what was wrong with the, uh, what happened with the name change? Why the name change? So we have a musical contributor called Scott that I was talking to and I shared with him that it was called Metal Mass, but metal music was hard. Because <laughs> I hats off to the guys that play the the the, the heavy, uh, tight metal music. So Metal Mass was hard. I said, you know, I wanted to call it Praise Against the Machine. That was a that was that's been the joke for years. I said, but Praise Against the Machine is already taken. He said, Are you sure? So I typed it in. I, no Facebook, no dot com. So uh, you know, $7.95 on GoDaddy later, we are Praise Against the Machine. And it's it's exciting way to adopt a band name. It's it's exciting way to tell our story because we are passionate about worship. And I, I don't want to uh, disregard how passionate Rage Against the Machine is about political issues and about the changes that they've made culturally 
and uh, musically the shift that they that they offered music and that they made in my life as a young uh, alt rock fan. But uh, Praise Against the Machine is a, a hat tip to a great band. And uh, we try to use uh, a lot of cool things that they use, a, a lot of guitar tricks. Like I'm using uh, mallets on my Les Paul on this show. Um, I am using a bullhorn with uh, vocal distortion. Uh, lot, so we're, we're taking a lot from, from bands like Rage Against the Machine to try to tell our story and take these songs that people are familiar with and make them uh, more accessible to folks who are used to listening to music that's a little bit loud. So, yeah, and, and hats off to to the guys over at Rage Against Machine. I used to listen to them all the time. Uh, the, my first album was Evil Empire, and I would play mm. that while I was in uh, working at Irving Mall at a simulator until the um, Irving uh, the mall security, the mall police came and said. Uh, you cannot be listening to that music that loud here at at um, at a family establishment. I'm like, well, it's protest music. It's it's nothing. There's, I I cut out all the cuss words, and they go, well, we yeah. can't have that here. But uh, yeah, they 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 paved the way to a lot of uh, different styles of music. How he used a what what was it? Um, didn't he use a, a drill? At one time, he, he used a drill. There's a uh, there's a part there's a guitar solo that he has where he literally takes the cable out of his guitar and just pushes it against his head to you know m to make that electronic connection every time it touches his forehead, <laughs> 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 and, and and you can hear that on on one of their songs. So <laughs> so yeah, I and another speaking of Rage Against the Machine. Saving Jackie, your last episode. Yeah, I I got through seventy five percent of the episode before I had to get on Spotify and listen to Saving Jackie, and it is it's rock and roll it is fine rock and roll, and the voice on her man and, and the 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 like you said, there's some comparison with them to Rage Against the Machine, and I thought how funny that we've got. A, a band that is 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 rocking that hard an mc that's that uh gifted uh <laughs> i was like how do i follow uh the what you called the christian rage against the machine with my uh hat tip to rage against the machine which is praise against the machine which is a worship experience but i thought let's let's do this and uh just listen to more saving jackie on the way here you know, uh, they're they're actually coming to town. They're they're going to be at the Mavericks in, in Arlington. So, and I'm getting on the list. So, if you want to meet up with me, we can hang out and listen to them. Oh, Johnny Tacos, I would love nothing more. So let me. Uh, I'll I'll say. Uh, could I get a plus one? I'll just leave my wife at home. Sorry, wife. I love you. <laughs> I love you. You're you're the apple of my eye. You're the my best friend. But it's men's night. <laughs> I never get a man's night. I never go out with men, and it's always kids and wife, yeah. I, which I love. I love my kids, and I love my wife. I love y'all. We had a great time vacation. We're just going to keep it going. Keep it. Next question. 
it's a mandate and and i count me in i'd, I'd like that johnny tacos all right so uh, i'll talk to him i get that set up and then maybe y'all can do something uh a project oh 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 my oh man uh, my head has just been spinning we're calling this show uh praise against the machine red it's the first one we're not numbering them we're coloring them we're using different colors of the rainbow and uh we've already have ideas to to work with all kinds of folks including uh, a cellist that i've actually had the opportunity to visit with i'm very excited about and uh so collaborating with saving jackie would be uh that would be a metal mass praise against the machine dream come true you know you know you should dress up like reservoir dogs since you're going to do it all in colors <laughs> i always liked uh uh what's his name jim mr pink I, I i thought he was he was so good in that movie well the outcome didn't even work as well as uh as the uh just like a star is born man i'm just picking out some really rough movies to compare. <laughs> movies that did not end well <laughs> it's a foreshadowing on praising against the machine uh, I gotta put. Thought. I gotta put something good. There's gotta be something to relate to, maybe puppy dogs and kittens or something like that. So, oh man, uh, you know my solo, my th- band Three Car Garage does have a children's song called Mister Teapot. It is a phenomenal visit for me. We recorded it only a few years ago, but it goes back to my high school days. And uh, puppies and kittens, definitely great kids' story ends well unlike a star is born or (laughs) (laughs) we got the uh there are two different spectrums (laughs) (laughs) i got the idea to do the color album names and there's a lot of folks who are doing things like that but days of the new you know i i talk a lot about folk music i talk about heavy music so kind of the ultimate uh mix between the two of those for me was days of the new and they released a number of albums with different colors so uh so our logo is obviously a uh an homage to the rage against the machine renegades album logo but our uh our naming convention is an homage to days of the new and you know what i want to play something real fast hold on (laughs) and well okay technical difficulties Mr. Teapot. It's like Stevie Ray for children. Thank you. I like it. The video has my son Charlie. And Charlie can dance. Mr. Teapot asked Miss Cookie Jar to his house by the sea. He said, I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Why don't you marry me? Said we can go to the city, I'll be a waiter and you can teach. They unfolded their checkered napkins and ate cookies on the beach. Eating cookies on the beach is not always good. <laughs> Sandy. I know it's easy for kitchen utensils to fall in love, as I'm sure they often do. But Mr. Teapot ain't got no idea about how much I love you. Let me be your Mr. Teapot. 
dance now Cause baby loves forever Yes sir. I'm glad you get a kick out of this <laughs> This is something I would play loud at In my front of my church I'll get my pastor to break dance to it Mr. Ford I'm little Miss Spoon across the beach too. It's kind of like a ZZ Top. Like kind of. Yeah, it's everything I knew about they classic rock. To do the wedding for Mr. Beef, Chicken, and Pork. It's like and Stevie Ray Vaughan and ZZ Top wanted to do a children's book. <laughs> but Stevie, Stevie Ray Vaughan didn't end well either. Man. I feel like dancing. I love you. Dance this song. Let me be your Mr. Teapot, baby. Baby. No, I'm short and stout. Short and stout. Cause baby loves. I should have. I should have been on there. Missing. Yes, sir. You needed my and my little Johnny, touch. Johnny Taco's remix. Yes. Remix. Wow, standing ovation, standing ovation. Oh, Johnny Tacos, you're, you're too kind, you're too kind. Praise Against the Machine sounds absolutely nothing like that. But I, <laughs> don't lie, I sent, don't lie. <laughs> I said that as as proof that uh, I don't just play bass guitar. So, uh, I, just, I was just like, man, I, I feel like, <laughs> I, you know, that that's a cool teapot right there. Singing. <laughs> Thank you. Short and spout. This is my handle. <laughs> this is my tip me. Okay, all right. I'm a, I don't want to recite the whole song. Well, I'd say we don't. We don't. <laughs> we don't sound like the folk rock that uh, that I evolved from. But uh, can I throw out some uh, some uh, artists that we're going to pay tribute to at our show on May 10th? Yeah. Okay, so we've got a Rich Mullins tribute. I'm so excited! This part, founding founding father of of the the style of worship, the style of folk rock that I play, and he plays a hammered dulcimer. I I don't have a hammered dulcimer, but I do have a hammer electric guitar. We're gonna make that happen. And then uh, a, another another tribute we're gonna make is to a favorite of mine who I've seen. Uh, perform with with Bethel. I've seen him perform live. Brandon Lake. Um, we are going to be performing Graves into Gardens, but we're going to turn plants into zombies. And uh, if you if you're not familiar with the video game called Plants vs Zombies: Battle for Neighborville, then you now on <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> yeah, no. So we we that came from running around the house with my my son singing. Uh, he turns graves into gardens. Dun, dun, and I would dun, say, dun. <laughs> yeah, and I would say he turns plants into zombies. 
da, da, da. Uh? <laughs> That's it. So, and when, uh, I want and when you, <laughs> man, when when they started singing that on at worship, uh, I think we're we're actually playing that song this Sunday. I'm not gonna. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna haunt me. That that part that verse is gonna haunt me when they when they start singing it. I'm probably My singing, goal- accidentally singing out loud. <laughs> My goal is to have one worship leader hear us perform Plants into Zombies and accidentally mess up on Sunday morning. So, uh, mission accomplished. I also heard when we started doing this that the the band Thrice, which is a favorite of mine, they have a song called Sea Change that I really love. He is a worship leader too. He recently put out a worship album. And folks have been trying to connect me with him since I set out to do this. And I've av- completely avoided listening to him altogether um, outside of the Thrice Project because I, I, I'm trying to have as little influence on the actual music that we're playing and stick to my influences like Radiohead and Pedro the Lion and Tool and... Uh, even DC talk, which is one that we, uh, that I, like I said, I, I used the DC talk to, to, to record Jesus freak and have the whole idea to say, this is our proof of concept. This is what I'm going to give the team members, uh, in praise against the machine, the band to say this, this is what we're going for. So, uh, uh, it was it was a few months ago that I recorded Jesus Freak as Filthy Rich, and popped that on YouTube. So that was that's exciting. But a uh, lot lot of great bands have influenced us, and uh, and then getting to know Brian, Frank, and Chris, their influences uh, are uh, it's just a it's a big beautiful tree that includes you know bands from like Nine Inch Nails and Radiohead to, you know, Linkin Park and Tool. It's very exciting. Yeah. And I like, I like bands like, um, Radiohead, Tool and Nine Inch Nails. You know, I don't always agree on their lifestyle and the way they, they live, but uh, a lot of their music has a lot of substance to it. So, and it's something that I grew up as a child and every time it comes on, I just had to turn the radio up. Yeah, and uh, you know we are wanting to t- to take a shift in culture, a shift in spiritual uh, things and, and religion, a, sh- a shift in music. We we are calling for a shift in the way religious finances are handled, uh, a shift in the way people pay to see. Uh, worship music, pay to be led in worship. That's that's why our event is 100% free. I love buying Stars tickets and Rangers tickets and concert tickets on Ticketmaster, but I have been using Eventbrite uh, to attend free events. So I was so excited to be able to log into Eventbrite for the first time as a event organizer, organize this event, and use their platform to do a free ticketing so we have uh we have a small theater that has 100 seats and eventbrite will is helping us manage the flow to keep it right at that 100 mark 
and we're very excited to to welcome those folks on May 10th to the Cox Playhouse in Plano. Awesome. Uh, so you're you're married, uh, twenty years yes. of marriage, <laughs> and you have uh, you have a, quite a few children. No one, one nine year old. He's fantastic. Okay. Oh, you you have many wives. You have Joe, Jojo, Joey, Joanne, <laughs> Joanna. Did I put all her nicknames on that? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wow. Um, you must be Mormon. Uh, no, Joe, Joey, Jojo, Joanna. Uh, it's all the same wonderful woman for the last 20 years. We celebrate in August. We're going to Napa, California to eat at some of the finest establishments in the probably world and ride a train through wine country. It's going to be beautiful. And I, I like her now more than I ever have, which I I didn't see that coming, honestly. I thought the day I married her would be, you know, uh, which is a happy day. I thought I was going to love her the most that day ever. And 20 years later, it's uh, it's so much more. And, uh, and then when we had our nine-year-old, I realized that I could love something far more than I ever knew I was capable of loving something. And that has gotten me just one micro step closer to understanding how God loves us individually, even though there's lots of us to love and keep up with. Yeah. And I was, I was looking, I was looking at it. says, my name is Richard Charles William the third. Charlie is <laughs> Charles Richard Williams. The first. That's right. <laughs> so, so you did that on purpose, right? So you won't be the fourth. We had, I had so many problems growing up with that third. When I would register for college, they would have to type in my last name as Williams space III, because when they had typed it in for my identification, it says Williams space the third. And so I, I just didn't want to deal with that. I remember I almost, uh, my dad almost got arrested one time because I owed some tickets when I was a teenager and because we had the same name. I went to the bank one time and got a whole checkbook worth of checks uh, using my identification, but they gave me my dad's checking account and I paid rent using my parents' checking account that, that month. And I got a, you know, a concerned, but really pretty kind considering the, <laughs> considering the mistake uh, message from my dad about that. So my, my folks are, so supportive of our of my music and whether it's been the hip-hop stuff or the worship stuff and as grandparents to charles richard williams killer yeah it, it was kind of like the reverse of the sins of the father right <laughs> the sins of the son <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was too much trouble no, no good for him no good it is handy though, because we did we had the opportunity to go to Six Flags, and so I have the same name as we all have the same name, so we can we can swap our Six Flag badges around because they don't look at the uh, photos or at least you know fingers crossed. But uh, we do enjoy uh, the occasional afternoon at Six Flags over Texas. 
which is located in beautiful Arlington, Texas, <laughs> right off of 360 and Road to Six Flags. Please come as over there as, and spend all your money. As long as you don't name all Six Flags, we're good. <laughs> uh, don't even give me. I, I can't. I I think I can name like three because I think I think one is like twice. I think it was America uh, right, and yeah. America again. Republic of Texas, yeah. France, Mexico, Spain. Is Spain on there? Yeah, Spain. That was that's I'm just <laughs> I'm not even thinking about history. I'm just thinking about the the way the park is laid out. <laughs> uh, we'll just uh where are you at? I'm in Spain. Well, I'm in Mexico. Okay. <laughs> that's about uh fifty five thousand miles apart. Uh we'll be over there next year. Yeah, over by the Alamo. So, um, so your wife's been very supportive over your musical choice. Uh, uh, you know this this dream that's becoming reality. Um, has she been always a hundred percent? Unbelievably so, and she does. She's she's a little different than uh, what. I know a lot of my musician friends, their their wives are very hands-on. They will go to the show, they'll sell merch, they'll take tickets, they'll I mean, I know I know guys who rely on their partners for uh <laughs> talk cornering the club owner after the show and getting paid. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, she loves alone time and she has made me value and understand what it is like to be an introvert and uh so for us those nights that i spend out with the band are bubble bath nights for her nights uh to to watch british uh soap operas and, and just relax and and she loves it and i love it but i'm so excited because she did confirm that she's bringing charlie to come see the praise against the machine red show and well, on may 10th so um i i couldn't be more excited about that and she has supported uh me with decisions that we've made financially as of course like i said this is a free show so um and and we basically when you talk about support from my wife joanna that the the ability to have a free show comes from her uh, approval of the expenses that went with putting this show together and presenting it for free to our community. Yeah, because it's it's not a cheap obstacle, you know. It's it's not cheap, especially trying to get a place, uh, equipment, uh, promotions, you know, things like that. It's not cheap, and then because I do this podcast, I don't get paid. I haven't got paid at all. If I did get paid, it'd probably be like fifty cents or something. I don't know. Uh, I never really got into the monetize. I'm just doing this for the praise of the Lord. And if it becomes monetized down the road, that's that's cool. Um, then maybe I could quit the my job. <laughs> The service, the service, and the blessing that you provide the indie Christian music community with your your past as uh, as a metalhead and as a uh, owner of a, a or operator of a label, your knowledge and experience it it is a gift to this community to uh, to me as a 
as a Christian musician and uh, a fan of Christian music, Johnny Tacos, I I appreciate you. So th- please, uh, you, you're making me turn all blushy. <laughs> you're making a taco be all blushy. How can you make a taco blush? <laughs> that's a, that's a, like fantastic joke that I don't know the punchline to. Uh, I'll, I'll we'll we'll have to butter heads to it and think we can get one. Maybe we can get one going. Um, so let's um, let's play a song, shall we? I what? keep I keep well. Okay, so I saw the Jesus music movie. And was so excited at how much I related to it. And primarily there's a scene where they where and you're waiting for it the whole time because they've re, they've showed all the the huge stars, Kirk Franklin, Michael W. Smith, Amy Grant, and you say, When is Daisy Talk gonna get here? And the answer to that question is something I would like to provide you with the answer to as Filthy Rich presents DC Talk. And here we go. Eventually. This is a bass guitar playing. I had a lot of, I had a good time. Tambourine. But you don't have cowbell. There's a significant hole in this production, no cowbell. I got a fever. And it's for Cowbell.
Wow. To me, to me, um, it, it just reminds me like the old uh, 80s and 90s. Uh, if, are you familiar with the band Suicidal Tendencies? Oh, wow. Do I feel a radical compliment coming on? Because the voice kind of sounds like Psycho Michael. And, okay. And you used a lot of wet um, on your uh, distortion, right? You used you use oh, a ton oh, of wet. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know about it and um and i can hear the 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 back it, it it reminds me of george um uh the bass player i it was in my head i was going to say it while while it was playing but i got too much into it i was like it this sounds like like suicidal tendencies but if they were jesus freaks oh that's music so praise against the machine has the potential to sound oh you know what johnny tacos though suicidal tendencies i don't think that ends well no nah, i don't uh no they're still going they're still going just uh, the concept rocky, in general yeah well rocky george <laughs> it's rocky george is the bass player of okay suicidal tendencies i was thinking george uh, it's rocky george uh he kind of disappeared from everywhere. right he woke up one time and missed uh his ring finger was missing and if you Does watch that happen? Him, yeah i don't know uh <laughs> you know uh jesus can raise people from the dead i'm pretty sure a finger can disappear but i don't know what happened um uh, but he he when you see him play the the bass he's actually um it's real weird how he 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 uh does the thre- uh, frets how he's uh, okay. walking it um, because he'll he's missing the third, so he's it's got a complicated, twisted, yeah, complicated riffs. Okay, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it just when I heard that song, I'm like, yeah, that that sounds a lot like suicidal tendencies. And I used to be a huge fan um, from them from. Uh, Still, uh, still cycle after all these years, all the way up to, uh, uh, you know, uh, what well, I, well, it has a cuss word in it. So, and this is a children's show. Well, either way, it's very kind words. So that, that is really, a, I, I love that mix. And I'm thinking, um, because I'm, I've been around music for almost all my life. My, uh, my uncle, did the did the sound for the pump album 
uh, he, he engineered the pump album for uh, Aerosmith uh, up in Chicago. He did the Beastie Boys um, album, their, their first album. He uh, critiqued the, the sound engineer after, um, after the guys got it and sent it to him. Um, so I listened to it. I'm like, you know what? It would have been really cool if you would have masked a, a different voice and then just gutter it, like screamed it in the background. So, uh, and then make it more new metal mixed with uh, punk. So yeah, you. This is music to my ears, Johnny Tacos. Uh, every now and then, I I squeeze nuggets of intellect, <laughs> just nuggets. Can I tell you about Texas Jam, the place where we rehearse? Yeah, the it's not it's not a plug. It's just the first time we rehearsed there. Uh, I showed up. My plan was to blow everybody's mind with my sampler. I have these amazing samples that we're throwing out on May tenth at the show. I was ready to play. I have the samples. I have a vocal, a, a killer vocal system that uh, changes the vocals and my megaphone and in my MacBook and we got there and there was a sign that said, uh, you know, microphone use only no MacBooks, no processors and no samplers. And I went, Oh no, like I've got, I've got to get through this first rehearsal without blowing their minds. And I think that set the bar at a particular place where everyone, the comfort level, even though nobody left with their mind blown from my awesome samples or my incredible vocal effects, um, <laughs> they let they left with a a sense of realism about the expectations that they could carry with praise against the machine. And I left feeling like this is this is the real deal. These are these guys are in this to win this, and the commitment that they've made to this first show praise against the machine red is very real. And I sent a quick note to Texas jam after that rehearsal to explain, we did not get to do any of the stuff we wanted to do on account of the sign on the wall. And they said, I said, Oh no, the sign on the wall, that's just there. Cause this one band messed everything up one time. You could do all that stuff. I said, well, it's too late now. We, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> and they, they said, we'll come back. And they, they, put, to, they put us up in this room that uh, they have that, where you would do like a, uh, a, if you wanted to do a, a label, a, a label showcase or a small party. And they gave us this beautiful PA, a, a, a board we could plug our sampler and our processors into. And we got to have, you know, our our next practice uh, in a completely different environment with their support. And so Texas Jam Rehearsal Studios has become our kind of home away from uh, away from the Cox Theater in Plano because we can't rent out the theater every time we want to practice. But we certainly can spend some time at Texas Jam. So. That's awesome. You know, um, this this is a uh, pretty pretty awesome stuff. I'm I'm like I'm learning more about you and 
learning more about Praise Against the Machine. And I see like such um, energy to make this thing explode. And, and it's and it's not just for your benefit. It's for to praise, to praise Jesus Christ, to praise uh, to praise the, the King of Kings. And it's and and you're doing it for free, so you can have um, so you can tell people more about Jesus Christ, you know, and and to spread to to um, to get new new followers uh, for Jesus Christ, uh, new people that are uh, drinking that living water, like like uh, he had spoken to the lady at the well, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's uh, tremendous things going, uh, Rich. And and before uh, we only have a few, a little bit left in the show. Uh, before we go, are, is there anything, any kind of plugs you want to do besides the the one in May? Do you have any merchandise? Uh, I see that that logo behind you. I kind of want that sticker. That'd look really cool I'm- on my collage. I'm so excited to talk about PATM, praiseagainstthemachine.link and praiseagainstthemachine.com. Both places lead to a, a very simple layout of links, one of which is our Amazon t-shirt shop. And we've had a blast taking, uh, for, of course, we have the, the Rage Against the Machine Renegades logo. It's where they just spelled out R-A-G-E with their particular color scheme and they took that from the love symbol so we felt like it was okay to take it back so god is love not rage then we're going to praise him we also have christ the redeemer statue which is our symbol um, because denomination uh affiliation churches uh, we all we all bow to christ the redeemer and um, so there's nothing controversial amongst Christians about the deity of Christ. So we have created that as our symbol, and we have a T-shirt for that on Amazon. We also have a Facebook group where we're trying to start a cultural and spiritual and musical and financial shift in how worship happens and we're not trying to take worship away from the church uh we're just trying to supplement your week with more worship and we're doing it on tuesday night because tuesday night is an industry night meaning tuesday night was the most frequent night we found that christian musicians that are worshiping all over the city on uh, professionally are off that night and they're coming and, and so we're hoping to to give them an opportunity to hear these songs like they were meant to be played in my estimation. We're calling it industry night and industry night will feature a little bit of industrial music with metal, indie punk rock and emo. So we're excited to produce that, bring it to you and please hop on Facebook, type in praise against the machine and join our shift. And and this is going to be can, can is this going to be like on Facebook Live or YouTube where you know pe- if, if people are not blessed with having that night off to to praise with you uh, or cannot come because of uh, you know unseen unforeseen circumstances uh, will they be able to watch it at home live or uh, 
or Fatty tacos. Thank you for asking because uh, that that is a need that we have right now is we need a, a individual or a group to step up to offer to to help us turn this into a full on video production for YouTube and something that again will also be free it will be a record of the event and uh i'm going to be there with my iphones and i'm going to set them up and i'm going to hope hope for the best but um please reach out to us if you have the uh resources and the time on may 10th to be a videographer for a revolution in worship that we are starting and if you have any other questions you can also feel free to contact me and i and you know i got to hook up with with rich over here so um, thank you johnny taco so if i find anybody that said hey you know what i'm i'm an awesome uh, videographer i can i want to do something for the lord i was like you know what i got a place for you the lord (laughs) has has brought you to me so i can bring you to my bud so uh so what what we'll do is um I like to have my my guests pray us out and then after we uh pray us out I'll take us out with uh the uh young blood song. Um, thank you Johnny Tacos. So Lord, we are asking for a cultural spiritual and musical revolution and a shift in the way we offer you our praise. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to cry out to you, to worship you, to cry out to you in times of need. Thank you for letting us worship you. And we're sorry, Lord, for the thing that we've made it. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that, Rich. Uh, Thank you to all the new listeners that come in. If you came in thinking this was a cook show, this is not for food. This is the, uh, the only, the only edibles you're getting uh, from us is, is the food of Jesus Christ into your soul. Um, If you want taco recipes and all that, I, I think I got some in my Facebook. You can you can stock me all you want. Not too much. Then that's just weird. Uh, but uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, hopefully, you know you learned something through this testimony and through every, all my other shows testimonies. And to the listeners who are diehard that listen to me every day, true believers, I know that's you. Um, I want to thank you all for coming uh, to listening and to hear my babble and to hear my guests uh, speak about their music, about their their coaching careers, about their worship, the pastoral, um, you know, ways of life, as well as their testimony. Um, I appreciate you listening to them and um, getting something. Hopefully, um, with, with the words they say, speaks a blessing to your soul and to uh, help whatever is going on in your life. Uh, you are the glue that keeps this weird podcast together, you know, uh, because without you, I would just be talking to myself. And I do that enough off air. So, 
just thank you all. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to Fubar Pizza. We went over there um, last night in uh, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Uh, Chad DeServer from Tennessee. I call him Tennessee Chad. Uh, he was an awesome uh, host. Uh, he took good care of us. There was uh, 10 of us, and it was a lot of requests, and he did the best he could. Uh, thank you. Ch- thank you, Chad. Uh, and uh, Fubar, give Chad a raise. I don't know. I think do waitresses get or waiters or hosts? Uh, I don't know what they're called nowadays. I, I don't want to be PC, but, um, you know. Servers. Yeah. Can you raise up the uh, standard wages for Mr. Chad? And uh, God bless you for thinking I gave you a $110 tip. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if, if I gave, if I had money to give somebody a $110 tip, I would be in a nicer studio than I am in right now. So, but thank you. Uh, thank you, Chad. I appreciate you uh, taking care of us, uh, my family, my huge family of six kids. And so, uh, God bless y'all. Keep y'all. Don't have a good day. Have yourself a great day. Oh, yeah. How could we forget this? I'm sending you off with some music. Not not my music. Sorry, Chris. I, I love your intro for me. But here we go. Young blood. Eventually. I need to fix this. There we go. Daddy Tacos, thank you. <laughs> a little rage against praise against the machine. <laughs> Slapping the bass. Slapping the bass. <laughs> do you slap the bass or do you use a pick? Uh, when I play this, uh, I, I play with a pick. You know, that's a lot of bass players saying that's blasphemy. <laughs> Oh no, I, I primarily am a figure style basis, but the <laughs> metal stuff needs a pick sometimes. Oh yeah, I like this. This is actually better than the original version. Not as much verb. I just want to get. I just. I just want to do one show with all wet, just wet distortion. It's gonna. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're. Uh, you're an inspiration. Uh, that's what I'm gonna do. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> you're talking about on the vocals, right? Yeah. <laughs> just me answering questions and really wet distortion. 
Yeah, I'm, I like <laughs> that. The processors. I'm, I love the processors on the voice. Bony Bear's got some killer processing. Have a good night. Peace. There you go. There you go, Chris. I haven't forgot about you. Love you, bro. Coolest outro. So good. Just to let you know, Chris is from a little band called Hard Look. Origin. Johnny Tacos was brought to you by the letter T for tacos. <laughs> <laughs>